And when we begin to look at the things and the blessings and, and the feast that God has prepared before us, and we begin to say, wow. Oh, this is, this is awesome. This is, this is, this, my soul is, uh, is delighted. This is delicious to my soul. And I love to pray unto the Lord as he prepares me a meal and as he prepares a, a, a place in this house tonight, amen. And we sit back, amen, and we look, amen, and realize in the spirit that God has prepared a table. The Bible says in the presence of our enemies. Amen. God wants to know, hey, even in the valley of the shadow of death, in the presence of your enemies, hey, we're going to sit down and we're going to dine because it's going to be okay. You Even you're going to remember me because we're going to sit down and eat together. Well, I'm telling you tonight, I don't care what situation and where you are in your life, you may be sitting with the enemy. You may be facing a trial. Understand when you walk in the doors, God has prepared, amen, before you in the presence of your enemies. Amen. A table. Amen. And a beautiful showbread, delicious food, amen, in the form of worship and praise and blessing. If you'll only partake, if you only will join in, if you'll only reach out and reach out at the table, amen, and receive it tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, I don't remember all the dead services I've had. Amen. I don't all, I remember all the dead youth services and the dead heritage services. I don't remember that, young people. You know what I remember? I remember the days, amen, and the nights, uh, amen, uh, of anointed preaching and, and watching uh, my friends, amen, weep in the altars and cry, amen, because there was a feast, amen, of the spirit that we partook of. Hallelujah. I'm telling you tonight, God wants you to partake. Amen. God has more for us. God has more blessings. Amen. I'm telling you, uh, if you understood the restaurants that, that throw away so much food at the end of the night. Amen. Because, because nobody's, nobody's eating it. Nobody's came, came, came in. in. But you know what? You know why? If they had a sign out that says, from 9 to 10, free food. You'd never throw away one piece of food. There's nothing that would get thrown away. Because it's free. Amen. There's nothing. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. But you know what? The price, amen, for a cheeseburger at 10 o'clock is the same as the price of a cheeseburger at 9 o'clock. Amen. And you know what? It's just not worth it. And so you know what happens? Amen. At 10 o'clock, they shut the lights out and they start throwing away all the food that nobody wanted. Amen. That's what was so beautiful about the message this morning. Amen. As God just began to confirm in my heart tonight, uh, this afternoon, about, you know what? Amen. There are so many good things in this house. There are so many blessings that are here. There's so much good church here. Oh, hallelujah. I wish we understood tonight. There is so much revival here. There is so much anointing here. There is so much healing that is here. Amen. But it's 10 o'clock and the price is still the same. It's, it's, it's almost closing time. Amen. And the price is still the same. God doesn't cheapen the price. Amen. To get people to sit at his table. He doesn't cheapen. Amen. What he has. Amen. He didn't lay down his life so that we can walk in scot-free. Amen. And just begin to eat and, and become gladness upon the blessings and the wonders of God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you tonight, amen, God has so much, amen, that service after service has been tossed out. Oh, Lord, help us tonight. How many times have we prayed? I should have just, man, I wish God would 
such and such in my life. Three Sundays ago, it's sitting out here somewhere. It got tossed out because you didn't want it. Mm, man, I'm telling you tonight. Amen. There's some feast days. Oh, hallelujah. God, is a, he's got some feast days in store for this church. There's some feast days, I'm telling you. Not every day is a feast day. Amen. Hallelujah. There's some work in between, and there's some things that have to be done. Amen. But there's times of feasting. Amen. I'm ready for a feast in the spirit. I'm ready for some feast days. I'm ready for some times of refreshing to come. I'm ready for the Holy Ghost to just flood. Amen. But I'm telling you, we've got to pay the price, and we've got to lay it down at him and his feet. Amen. The only thing that costs, no money can buy it. Hallelujah. No money, no car, no house. Nothing can buy what God has. Silver and gold have I none. But what it costs is such as I have. Such as I have give I thee. Verse 17 says, every man shall give as he is able. (laughs) It's a principle of God. He didn't say only those that give so much can participate. He said if you give... To what you're able, if you're physically only able to stand and kind of clap like this, <laughs> oh, just stand back. Oh, because the feast days, it's just around the corner. The feast days are just around the corner. Amen. But if you can run and you can shout, amen, but you give a nod and a little clap and you walk out. End of the night, the Lord says, <laughs> he didn't want it. They didn't want it again tonight. And as Pastor said, there's a lot of churches saying, well, hey, let's just lower the price a little bit. It's, you know, it is a little high. You know, it, it's, it's a little high. Why don't, we do, why don't we get a dollar menu? Maybe make them a dollar. It's, it's still cost, but just make it a dollar or something, half price after nine. Amen. That's the mentality that we have. Amen. That's, a, that's the mentality that the church has. Amen. I'm telling you tonight, God is it. You shall participate. You shall come. You shall. He said, You shall come before me. Amen. Three times a year and participate and bring what you can. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you tonight, there is so much that God has. There's so much that the Lord has tonight. Even tonight. Amen. That I'm, many. I've already turned me off and, and gotten tired in the halfway through the worship service and, and we're not, it's the prices. I'm too, just too tired. I've got a lot to do. We have a lot to do this week. Amen. I know it. We know it. God understands. Amen. I'm telling you, mm, I wish this would come out tonight the way it really is in my heart because it, in my heart just, I feel like God is just drawing and reaching and trying to scream Amen. Hey, come on. Come on. I'm ready to provide a feast. It's time for a feast day. It's time for a day, amen, of revival, outpouring and renewing and refreshing. Amen. Amen. But so many of us are coming to the counter and saying, I've got, a, I've got some change. And uh, well, okay, that's I don't, well, I don't have enough to give. Amen. And God's throwing out the blessings at the end of every service. Amen. Because we aren't willing. Hallelujah. To pay up 
the price. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. But we're party animals. Amen. It's within our nature. We're not not partying. Amen. We're not sitting at home. Amen. We're putting our energy somewhere. Amen. We're partying somewhere. Amen. We're giving our time, our money, our energy, our effort somewhere because it's within us. God wired us, amen, to enjoy the party, to enjoy the feast days. Amen. God wired us to fellowship. God wired us, amen. Amen. But it's what we're partaking of. It's who we're fellowshipping. Amen. It's, it's what we're putting our energy into. Amen. Do we have time, amen, to spend in prayer? Do we have time, amen, to spend, amen, at the church? Do we have time to spend, amen, in, in worship? Do we have time to read our Bible? Do we have the energy? Do we have the effort? Do we have any money to put in extra to the offering plate this week? Do we have anything? extra that I can give oh we're partying we're partying animals we're buying the nicest we're going to I'm telling there's nothing wrong with nice things there's nothing wrong with going places and for vacation there's nothing wrong with it hallelujah amen but when Jesus stood and at the offering plate and he watched as his principle was put into practice, there were some given bunches of money. Bunches of money. That was not the issue. He sat and watched, and they gave out of their abundance. Boy, they gave, man, they gave wads of cash. That was awesome. Man, they were writing checks with more zeros than I know how to write. But there was one little lady. You probably sneaked her way up and tried to slip in her change no one else was looking and Jesus stopped and said hold on a second it's time for a feast day it's time for it's time to show you guys what it means amen she just bought herself a feast day she just bought herself a reward but I look how much I've given. Look how much I've done. Oh, oh. I'm, telling, I'm telling you, God's watching your life. He's not just watching what you put in the pan. Amen. He's watching what your life is. He's watching my life. He's watching your life. Amen. And I'm telling you, He's ready to pour out a blessing. And He's ready, amen, for the day of feasting. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. You know, there's, of these three feast days, I'm going to get to where I'm going tonight. Amen. But the first one was, the first one was the Passover. Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 1 to 3 says, Observe the month of Abib and keep the Passover unto the Lord thy God. For in the month of Abib the Lord thy God brought thee forth out of Egypt by night. Thou shalt therefore sacrifice the Passover unto the, whole, unto the Lord thy God of the flock and the herd in the place which the Lord shall choose to place his name there. Thou shalt eat no leavened bread with it. Seven days shalt thou eat unleavened bread therewith. Even the bread of affliction, for thou comest forth out of the land of Egypt in haste, that thou mayest remember the day when the, thou comest forth out of the land of Egypt all the days of thy life. Amen. God wanted us... And wanted the children of Israel to remember where they had came from. And how did he do it? We're going to have a feast. 
said, we're going we're gonna to have a feast. We're going to celebrate where God brought you from. He said, I want you to remember where I brought you from. You were in Egypt, and you were in bondage. You were bound, and I heard your cry. And I told you, kill the lamb. Kill the lamb and, and take the blood from that lamb and apply it to the doorpost and apply it to the lintel. Apply it so that when I, the death angel comes by, that you're saved. And those that had the blood applied to the doorpost and to the lentil and to their house. And they had to eat the lamb and they had to partake. And they had all these things. They were saved. And they were brought out of Egypt alive. And God said, I'm establishing a day you remember that. I want you to remember and never forget. Uh, you're going to have a feast. Uh, I want you to remember every year. Uh, every year, that's one of the things uh, you better remember. At the beginning of your year, remember where you came from. Don't ever get high and mighty. Don't ever get bigger, amen, than your britches. Understand where you came from. Understand who you are. Don't get all puffed up and proud. Understand I brought you out. You did nothing. I did it. Uh, you know what, though? I want you to celebrate. I want you to rejoice I want you to have a feast day in the honor of your coming out amen of Egypt hallelujah oh I'm so thankful tonight that God has brought me out amen of darkness amen God saved me from sin hallelujah he kept me amen and he brought me he applied his blood to me amen amen revelation 1 and 5 says and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. <laughs> Jesus, amen, was our lamb. Jesus is our Passover. Jesus, amen, was the blood sacrifice that was made for you and for me. Amen. So tonight... Amen. It's an opportunity. Amen. If you're washed in the blood of the Lamb, amen, tonight is a night, amen, to bring what you have to the altar and say, Lord, I love you. I'm ready to feast. Oh, I thank you for where you brought me from. I thank you. Amen. That's in this house tonight. Amen. Who is tonight thankful for where God has brought them from? Who tonight, amen, has rejoiced and feasted on the understanding, the knowledge, the revelation, the realization, Amen. That God is your sacrifice. Amen. And He is your Passover. Hallelujah. He wants us to know where we came from. Where did we come from? I was bound. Oh, I rejoice in it. Amen. We have something to rejoice over tonight. Amen. And I'm going to skip to the third feast that is mentioned in Deuteronomy 16. And, uh, and there's a reason. Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 13 says, Thou shalt observe the Feast of Tabernacles seven days. After that, thou hast gathered in thy corn and thy wine. He says you're going to observe. This is how you're going to observe. This is why you're going to observe the Feast of Tabernacles. And I don't have time to get into an extreme in-depth study of each one of these. Boy, they really would be neat. I'm sure Pastor probably has one about these feasts. And there's so much to get into, but I want us to grasp uh, briefly the understanding of what uh, the, the, this means to us tonight. Amen? It's the Feast uh, of Tabernacles. After you've gathered in the corn and the wine, 
This is at the end of harvest. Amen. You've received. Amen. The work's done. The, the, the corn is in, is in the bin. And, and, and all the labor is done. All the hard labor's done. And, and you're sitting back and the Lord says, for all your hard work, I want you to have a feast. And I want you to have a reward for the work you've put into this. The effort, everyone that's with you, all, all of those that have labored with you, I want you to have a feast. When the last uh, wine vat is, is put up, the last uh, 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 bit of corn, the wheat, the barley, all, once all the work's done, amen, and, the, and the, the harvest is over, I want you to have, I want you to have a feast. I want you to remember. I want you to remember. I want you to remember. Amen. There's a reason. The Feast of the Tabernacle. What he wants us to understand. Jesus wants you to understand. Amen. And realize in John chapter 14. Amen. Verse 1 to 3 says, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. This feast, amen, was Jesus, amen. He was saying, hey, remember where you came from, amen. And now, I want you to remember where you're going. I want you to understand, hey, when all the work is done and all the labor that you put into this, hey, I'm going to prepare a tabernacle, a mansion, a place, amen, for you to dwell, for all your labors, all your work, all the energy, everything you've put into this, I'm going to reward you, and you're going to feast. I'm going to have a house, amen. This is, I want you to understand that you're going to have a reward of where you are going. Hallelujah. I'm excited about heaven tonight. I want it to be over. I want this to be over with. Amen. I want to get out of here. Amen. Amen. Revelation 21, 3 to 5 says, And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death neither sorrow nor crying neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away and he that sat upon the throne said behold I make all things new and he said unto them right for these words are true and faithful there's three feasts one says, says this is where he came from I was in bondage I didn't deserve I'm uh, crying Lord help I brought you out. I didn't only bring you out. Look where I'm taking you. Look where you're going. No tears, no pain. I'm the tabernacle. Amen. In your midst. Amen. Understand there's a feast. Amen. There's a feast. Amen. In knowing. Amen. Who and what God has prepared. Amen. Revelation chapter 19 verse 6 says... And I heard, as it were, amen, uh, a voice of, great, voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of a mighty thundering, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. Amen. The bride ought to be clean and white. Hallelujah. The marriage... The saints 
are going to be arrayed in white linen, pure and holy. Amen. And I, I read this just the other day, and it just kind of hit me, and I realized, you know what? We're God's, the Bible, I do believe that God is the only one that is good. Amen. But I do also believe there is some responsibility on our part to participate in His holiness. Amen. The Bible says that we are prepared as a bride. Amen. For the bridegroom. And that's what the Bible says. That, that, and, and verse 8 says, And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. But the rest of that verse says, For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. It didn't say it's the righteousness of God. Amen. I'm telling you, there ought to be a holy bride here to prepare for a holy bride there. Amen. It's not like we're going to be dirty and, and unholy here and all of a sudden we're just going to be clean and pure there. Amen. The bride in heaven is going to be righteous because there's a righteous bride on earth. Amen. It's important, amen, that we live clean. You live holy and you live right. Amen. If you expect to go to heaven living like hell, there's no way you're going to get there. Amen. Your beauty of holiness here, amen, is what you will be arrayed with. Hallelujah. There. But verse 9 says, And he saith unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. Amen. And he saith, These are the true sayings of God. Amen. Tonight, I understand that uh, God's trying to... Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a feast. Amen. We leave this world. There's a marriage supper. Amen. I'm telling you, that's better than... Uh, a potluck. Amen. But you know what? We're not going to participate in that supper either without a cost. Amen. There's a price we got to pay for that as well. Amen. Amen. We're party animals, right? Amen. I like to party, but you know what? You start putting a price on it, man, people start saying, well, I, you know, I don't know about that, that kind of party. Amen. You got to start bringing stuff and helping set up. And I'm telling you, I, I'm ready for a Holy Ghost party. Amen. We're kind of somber in here tonight, but that's not where I'm going. Amen. I understand tonight God has a, he has a party. Amen. Plan. He has feast days planned. There's, there's beauty. Amen. What God has in store for us. Amen. Amen. We shouldn't look sullen and down. Amen. Unless you don't expect to be a part. Amen. If you don't plan to be a part of it, amen, then you have a reason to look down and out and sad. Amen. But when we come into the house of God, amen, we know where we've been. Amen. And we know where we're going. Amen. That ought to be enough, amen, to stir your heart and to stir your soul. Amen. And to offer up that sacrifice of praise. It's simple tonight. Amen. Your praise, amen, is what God is looking for and what God is expecting tonight. God is desiring your praise. Oh, hallelujah. God wants you to participate. Hallelujah. Amen. One last feast. Amen. I'd like to talk about tonight. Amen. And this is why I kind of left this one for last. Because we know where, we're, where we came from. Amen. We know where we're going. It only leaves one other option we need to understand where we are amen it's one of the three 
One of the three feasts is where we are. Amen. And we can read in Deuteronomy 16, verse number 9. Amen. And 10 says, Seven weeks shalt thou number unto thee. To number, begin to number the seven weeks from such time as thou beginnest to put the sickle to the corn. And thou shalt keep the feast of the weeks unto the Lord thy God with the tribute of a free will offering of thine, of thine hand, which thou shalt give unto the Lord thy God, according as the Lord thy God hath blessed thee. Something interesting about this feast day, amen, the other two, uh, God said this is when it's, th this is the day of the year, and this is the month, this is the date that it begins. Amen. That's whenever he said this feast begins. The, every year this is the date and this is the time. Amen. We do know, amen, seven weeks after the sickle is put to the corn. Amen is whenever the, this feast, amen, of weeks begins. And this feast of weeks in the New Testament is re referred to as the feast of Pentecost. Amen. And so in the New Testament, we read it as the feast of Pentecost. Amen. And so... The beginning, amen, of this Old Testament feast. There was no real beginning date other than, okay, harvest, the first fruits of the harvest are starting to come up. We planted seed. It's been watered by the, by the, by the rain. And we're out there watching every day. Not quite ready. Not quite ready. Have to till a little bit more. The crops, the, the, it, it, boy, it's, I'm ready. It's been a long winter. Been a long time of planning. Been a long time. I'm ready. Man, it's exciting to see the beginning seedlings come up out of the ground. Still not time. Amen. But there came a day in the growing process, amen, where all the farmers said, hey, it's time to start cutting down the beginning crops and we're going to give them to the Lord. And they said, start the clock. And for seven weeks from that date, amen, was the Feast of Pentecost. Amen. That, amen, and as the end of that seven weeks came, amen, began what was the fullness of Pentecost. Amen, because the seven weeks had been fulfilled. Amen. And so, amen, we read in our Bible the significance and understand, amen, that there was no beginning date, amen, other than when are the crops ready. That was whenever began the clock and said, okay, now it's, it's, we're getting ready to have a feast. We're getting ready to have a time of feasting. And then farmers are getting excited and saying, hey, look, the crops are getting ready. The fields are getting ready. I'm ready for a feast. I'm ready for a feast. I'm ready for a feast. And boy, they got excited. And then the day came and they said, hey, it's about time. Start the clock. Amen. And all they could think about was, it's time. I can't wait for that feast. I can't wait for the party. I can't wait for the time. Amen. We're going to get to be some uh, Pentecostal party animals. Amen. Because we're going to be in the middle of a harvest, reaping the crops. We're going to be beginning. Amen. We're reap in. Amen. All those crops we planted, all those seeds we put in the ground, they're coming up. We're getting ready to put them in the barn. We're getting ready to put them in the storehouse. I'm excited about what God's doing. I can't wait for the party. I can't wait. Amen. For the party. Amen. If you don't know
don't understand, amen, where you came from, if you don't understand where you're going, amen, tonight, amen, I'm asking you, understand where we are. Understand where we are tonight. Amen. It's time. The fullness, amen, of Pentecost is here. Amen. It's time for the harvest. It's time to reap, amen, all the seeds, amen, that's been in the ground. Amen. Acts chapter 2. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, amen, and since that day, it's been reap. It's been reap the harvest. Reap the harvest. Reap the harvest. Amen. Reap the harvest in Topeka. Reap the harvest in Olathe. Reap the harvest, amen, in Africa. Reap the harvest all across the world. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, it's time to reap the harvest. That's where we are now. Hallelujah. That's where we are. It's time, amen, to reap, amen, the fields, amen, that we've witnessed in. It's time to reap, amen, amen, the corn and the wheat, the souls, amen, that we've put the effort into. Amen. I'm telling you, because uh, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, the Bible says in Acts chapter 2, amen, began the greatest harvest of souls. Amen. It began to the, the reaping of those souls. Hallelujah. And that's whenever the Holy Ghost was poured out. Amen. And it was introduced into this world. Amen. It, it, it signified, you know what? Hallelujah. There's been a lot of work. It's been a long winter. But that, that was the old crops are all put up. The old things are passed away. And now something new's coming up out of the ground. There's something new that's taking place. There's something new that's happening. Amen. And Jesus, the Bible says that unless a corn of wheat fall to the ground and die, it abideth alone. Amen. Jesus Christ, our sacrifice died, amen, so that there would be, amen, you and I could reap and participate in the feast of His Spirit, amen, talk about a feast day, talk about, amen, partaking of the good things of the Lord, talk about, amen, the Holy Ghost, amen, being outpoured in our day and age, that's been a long time ago, I wasn't, that's been a few generations day of Pentecost. Amen. When the fullness of Pentecost, when the, uh, the Feast of Weeks, that was, when the, that was when the crops were ready. That's when you started harvesting. Amen. That's when you began to harvest. And you continued until, uh, until the Feast of Tabernacles and the harvest was in. Amen. So this is where we are today. John chapter 4, verse 35 says, Say ye not, there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. And he that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth fruit into life eternal, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. And herein is that saying true. One soweth another reapeth. I sent you to reap that whereon ye bestowed no labor. Other men labor and ye are entered into their labors. Hey Amen. Don't say, hey, we got plenty of time. Hey Amen. The Bible says that night cometh when no man shall work. The parable Jesus, uh, 
pastor taught that, that Jesus had told of the workers, the laborers, early in the morning, midday, and, and on and on. That's where we are. We're in the late day. We're in the 11th hour. That's where we are. I'm ready for the, the, the feast. I'm ready for heaven. I'm ready for that. Amen. But you understand, we got to know where we're at. we got to understand where we are tonight. Because in that upper room, amen, they were Jewish people. They understood the apostles. Amen. Those, those approximately 120 that were in the upper room were just as Jewish as those that were outside that asked them what they were doing and they thought they were drunk. Somewhere along the line, they got it down in their heart when Jesus said, hey, I want to send a promise. I want to send a promise to you. I got to believe Peter remembers, hey, I'm going to make you fishers of men. You know what? Every year, this feast came around. There were many years before that they had prepared. There were those that were traveling because you couldn't, this feast had to take place in Jerusalem. This wasn't taking place at your house. They had to travel to get to Jerusalem. They had to sacrifice. They had to journey. They had to make the effort to get there. They brought uh, their, their things for the feast. They brought their, all their, 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 their party favors. They brought all this stuff with them. And they were having, well, they were, oh, I hadn't seen so-and-so in such, since last year. Boy, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Well, I haven't seen them. I can't wait to see them. We're going to have such a good time sitting around talking. We're going to have such a good time fellowship. It's going to be such a, we have a blast. We hang out and, and late at night. And boy, we have such a good time. Amen. There's something different about this Feast of Pentecost. Amen. This Feast of Pentecost, God had other plans. Amen. And while there were others around them that were waiting to get together and have a good time, because we're party animals, right? Pentecostal party animals. They, well, they, were, they knew what Pentecost meant. Well, it's an exciting time. Crops are coming in. God's blessing us. God's doing awesome things. Get to have fun and get to get it, have get-togethers. Party at my house. There were about 120. The Bible doesn't say that it started out with necessarily 120. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't think it says there. There was 120 that went to the upper room, but there were 120 when the Holy, but around 120 when the Holy Ghost fell. Maybe they ended up in the upper room. I don't, I don't know exactly. I wasn't, wasn't there. Maybe a bunch of people that were there with Jesus, and he said, hey, go to Jerusalem and tarry until you be endued with power from on high. And a bunch of them went. And as party days started to get closer, I'm like, man, I don't know. I got stuff to do. I got to get my house ready. Got company coming in. We got, we got time to sit around and get ready for this party. And you know, I enjoy praying with everybody, but I got stuff to do. And so maybe one by one, they begin to just kind of peel away. And so I, I've got, I got something going on. I'll, I may, I'll be back if I can. And maybe it just dwindled down to 120. I don't know. But I got a feeling that there were some that. They were ready for the party. But they weren't ready for Pentecost. There were some that were there to say, you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to participate in 
this feast this year. I'm not going to participate in it. I, 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 you can have your party. But you know what? I'm going to sit here and I'm going to wait on the promise. I, I'm, going to, I'm going to pray and I'm going to pray until the promise comes. Because that's where I'm at right now. He said he's coming. He said wait here until it comes. And he's promised. So I'm going to wait. And I'm going to pray. I'm going to stay here and we're going to bind together. And, and, and who, if you don't want to stay, that's fine. But we're, we're going to stay. I'll, maybe next year, I'll, uh, yeah, we'll get to the next. We'll get the next one. But this 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 year, there's a promise that's been made. There's a promise. There's a promise. There's something going to happen. I don't know when. I don't know when. And they didn't know it was coming on the day of Pentecost. They didn't know the Holy Ghost was going to be poured out that day. They had no idea. They just knew that they, they, they could have been weeks after that. It could have been months after. They didn't know how long they were going to be there. They just understood whatever I've got to miss and, and whatever I've got to pass up in my life and, and whatever I've got to give up, I'm going to sacrifice it, amen, to see the promise of God fulfilled, amen, because there is a feast, amen, that's coming. I want to see something great out of God. I want to see something miraculous, amen, out of God. I want to stay until it's fulfilled. I want to sit and pray until it's fulfilled, and I'm going to bind together with my brother. I'm going to bind together with my sister. I'm not going to fuss and fight. I'm not going to... I'm going to stay here because we got one goal, one purpose, one plan, and that's to see what God's promised be fulfilled. That's where we are at tonight. Amen. God's promised. God's promised. How many times? Amen. Amen. But so many times, amen, he shows up to the party, amen, and goes, where? Where's everybody at? Thought the party was in the upper room. Thought the party was in the prayer room. Thought the party was in the. Where's everybody at? Oh, they had stuff. They had stuff going on. Well, maybe next time. Amen. Do we wonder sometimes where and how the promises of God are going to be fulfilled? Amen. God wants the promise. He wants to fulfill the promises. Amen. To this church and to us. Tonight, amen. Musicians, if you'd come, amen. I know where I, I, a lot of times it's easy to rejoice, amen, about where we came from. It's easy to thank God for the, ble for the blessing of salvation. And, the, and, and God saved me from drugs and alcohol and sin and all those things. That's easy. Amen. Then you look and think, oh, I so thank God for where I'm going. We talk about it. It's good. It's, it's, a, it's a good thing. I'm so thankful about heaven. I can't wait to get there. There's no tears and no crying. Amen. There's a third feast that God is, he said, you're going to participate in. If you're going to participate in the last one, you're going to participate in this one. Amen. You know what? If they, what would have happened if there hadn't been 120 that day who had decided and made up in their mind, we're going to give it all we got until... God gives us all he has. Amen. It's so easy, amen, to get, uh, so easy to get distracted and filled up our lives and, and there's all these things that are going on. And you know what? They weren't sinning. These Jews weren't sinning. They were trying to worship God how they, in their own little ritual way. They were participating in the Feast of Pentecost. This is what the, God commanded them to do. In Deuteronomy, he said, you'll have a feast of Pentecost. You shall participate. That's what they were doing. 
They were doing what they, what was, they had done all these, they had done year after year after year after year. They had done this, and they had done this, and they had done this. They weren't out going out worshiping idols and, and cussing and drinking and smoking and being rebellious. They weren't doing all that. They simply just going through the motions and weren't willing to pay that price. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's stand tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. I just want to leave you with this thought tonight that this isn't a reprove. I hope tonight you understand that God has a feast. There's a feast. Amen. Here. And it's not, God doesn't hold a carrot in front of our, our, our nose and just and tease us with it. Amen. God doesn't do that. And that's not what, what I'm trying to say tonight. I'm saying God has this just desire. And it says, I cannot sell you a cheeseburger unless you pay for it. Amen. Do you get what I'm saying? God cannot give you the blessing. Amen. He can't give the revival. Amen. And you know what? When you upsize it, you pay more. So how big of a revival have we talked about here? We've talked about 500 souls. That's a lot. That's a lot of sacrifice. That's a lot of prayer meetings that pastor didn't call. That's a lot of fasting that pastor didn't call. That's a lot of, uh, of apologizing that pastor didn't make us do. That's a lot of getting along that, that says, you know what, I don't care. I'm going to have revival because I see 500 soul promise that I'm going to see fulfilled in new life. I, I, I want to see it. I don't care uh, what happens. I'm going to participate, amen, in the feast of Pentecost in Olathe, Kansas. Amen. Can we gather tonight? Amen. As we sing, amen, let's just close our eyes, worship the Lord tonight, amen, and, and let God have his way. And understand, hey, I want to receive that promise. Amen. I want to receive it tonight. Amen. Let's worship God tonight. Amen. Let's sing unto the Lord. Thank you.